Welcome back, my friends, to the Time to Elevate podcast. It is January 19th. My name is Isaac Prince. Today, we're going to be talking about comparisons. We're going to be talking about the three components for crushing comparisons. Today's going to be a very valuable episode, and I hope to make most of my episodes like this. Without further ado, let's get right into it. What's up, guys? So as you heard in the <laughs> intro there, today we're going to be talking about comparison. So I've got here the three components for crushing comparison. So these are three steps, three suggestions that I've found in my own life, and these are by no means all of the steps for comparison, all the solutions. But today I want to kind of just highlight three ideas that I think can add some massive value to your life. So we're going to start with the first Step, we can't judge the piece until we see the puzzle. Now what that means, and I'm talking in the context of like a puzzle you put together, like a bunch of little pieces. So don't judge the piece until you see the whole puzzle. You know, we we can often compare ourselves to the glamorous and attractive pieces of others' lives to our lives as a whole. You know, like, it's like everyone has pieces of their life that are great. And everyone has pieces of their life that are not so great. So, you know, people, like, so pieces in people's lives are not so great. You know, maybe, maybe they're not super confident in themselves. Maybe they really gossip a lot. But, you know, there's good and bad in people. So they might have some great things. Like maybe they're super attractive. Maybe they're super popular. They got a lot of friends. Or they just have a lot of social status. And I'm kind of using this in the context of, like, school you know, everyone's got little pieces that we often see, kind of like the facade they put on or kind of like superficial, like a superficial personality, you know, like the kind of conversations you have where it's just like kind of surface level, not really that deep. That's kind of what we see most people. We just see what they want us to see. So that's, that's like, it's just a piece. It's just a piece of the puzzle of who they really are. You know, I want to, I want to kind of emphasize that no one has like a perfect life. The idea of a perfect life or a perfect person is actually damaging and delusional. It's damaging and delusional in the face of truth and reality. So, you know, the antithesis to being truthful and living in reality, being a realist, is is basically thinking that there are such things as a perfect person or there's such thing as a perfect life. You know, like we often <laughs> kind of idolize people that live the life that we want to live. You know, we're idolizing the people that are super successful or that have, you know, like, I mean, let's say you're a guy and you're like, you see someone that has a beautiful wife or maybe you see someone with a lot of money. We often idolize people and we think their life is either perfect or mostly perfect or mostly good when the truth is that, like I said, we, we it's like a coin. You know, we all have good and bad. Some of us are good. I mean, some of us have more great. Some of us have not so much. <laughs> some of us are working on that, like myself. You know, we need to understand that everyone has their weakness. You know, everyone has their strength. The puzzle of people is never one or the other. So it's just like what I've been saying. It's like people aren't black and white. You know, people if people aren't all their strengths and they're all their weaknesses. They're kind of a mixture of both. You know, that kind of helps with their personality and their character. So only focusing on someone's strengths, only focusing on what's good in someone and kind of idolizing that, comparing yourself, that's... That's obviously damaging and delusional. And then 
only comparing the bad in someone, trying to make yourself better, or like, oh, like at least I'm not that bad, or or trying to kind of put yourself on a pedestal. It's either you put others on a pedestal or you put yourself on a pedestal and both those is ego, which is damaging and destructive. Destructive. You know, understanding this helps us to emphasize and relate to the daily insecurities and, and struggles, you know, that we all face every day. The way I like to look at it is, you know, we're all, <laughs> we're on a fallen state. You know, we're all human. And I think one of the main things that we can all kind of come to is life is suffering. And, you know, I think there can still be great aspects of life. I think there, of course there is. I mean, there's an ultimate purpose to your lives. But the truth is every life has pain. Every life has suffering. Every life has hardships. And that kind of, I think that bonds us as humans. It's it's kind of a, it like humanizes us. No one's above suffering. No one's above pain. No one's above heartbreak. No one's above above these emotions. And oftentimes we forget that when we compare ourselves. And honestly, what you'll find is when you're comparing yourself to someone, you're actually comparing not them, but your idea of them, like your fantasy of them, your concept of who they are. And that concept is largely built on just the small superficial things you see, those little pieces of the puzzle. You're actually looking at the whole puzzle itself. So, you know, like I said, helping... Understanding, I think this idea helps us to emphasize and relate to the daily insecurities and struggles we all face. I think, like I just said, it's it's important that we kind of bond like that as humans and that we don't exclude that. And when we don't exclude that, we don't compare. Never take the best of others and compare it to the worst of you. <laughs> you know, it's like, note, don't look at... The, the greatest that someone is or don't look at someone in their best mode, someone in their best energy, their best context, and then put yourself in the worst context. You know, we oftentimes compare pieces of the puzzle to our whole puzzle. And of course, that's very unrealistic. And that's just going to leave us feeling kind of worthless because our whole puzzle as a whole just simply isn't that glamorous as little pieces. I kind of want to compare this to like a zebra. Now here, now stay with me here. <laughs> I want you to think of a zebra. When you look at a zebra, is the zebra black? No. Is the zebra white? No. The zebra is black and white. So there's no white zebra, there's no black zebra, there is a black and white zebra. I think that's kind of like humans. I think we both have, we have good and bad in us. And you could relate to any other colored animal, I suppose, but it's like we, we aren't good or bad, we're both, you know? And it's just, unfortunately, zebras don't get to choose to like expand their color, but we do, you know, we get to choose to feed. It's like, there's an old, uh, there's an old tale that talks about how you have two wolves inside of you. One is like the good wolf of all the things that are righteous and worthy of doing, and the bad wolf of suffering and misery. And whichever one you feed with your actions, your thoughts, your behavior is the one that grows. And eventually you basically become the one you feed. Uh, yeah, just like a little analogy there. But yeah, we both, we have good and and bad within us. So make sure you take that into context before, to context before you com- like compare yourself or, or you judge someone. The second step. Three in a row, not tic-tac-toe. Now this one definitely needs some context. So allow me to illustrate with a story. A couple weeks ago, me and my dad and my little brother, AJ, he's eight years old. We were at a restaurant, and <laughs> I got to admit, I was in a pretty 
hangry mood. You know, I was hungry. I was just kind of like, just get the food. And the, it's one of those restaurants where it's just taking forever, dude. And you're just waiting. Um, my little brother, like I said, he's eight years old. So if I'm acting that immature, you can imagine he's about ready to punch someone in the face. <laughs> and so we're both just sitting there. We're kind of like just getting a little restless. And my dad looks at us and he can tell that we're getting a little, you know, restless and we want to eat. We're hangry. So he decides to try and entertain us with this little game. All right. So he gives us a little paper. He writes, like we like to put on those crayons for the kid menus. And he makes a little tic-tac-toe thing. And he says, okay, here's the game. It's called three in a row X's and O's. The way you win is you get three in a row. And that's all he told us. That is all he told us. And he just repeated that. And so me and the AJ immediately burst out. He's like, Dad, no, that's that's not three in a row. That's tic-tac-toe. Dad, I know what tic-tac-toe is. You know how to explain it? And I was like, no, no, this isn't tic-tac-toe. This is three in a row X's and O's. You need to get three in a row to win. So me and my little brother, we started doing this and we're just playing tic-tac-toe. You know, we're just trying to win. And unfortunately, after four tic-tac-toes, my little brother is beating me four times. I am now hangry, humiliated, and I just am like, what are we doing, dude? What is this stupid game? I started thinking about it a little bit, and I'm like, I think, I, th- I like thought of it. And so then I, I told AJ, okay, you're going to write three O's on the right, I'm going to write three X's on the left. And once I convinced him, I was not trying to trick him to beat him, even though I definitely needed to beat him, I was not trying to beat him this time. He wrote three O's on the right, and I wrote three X's on the left. So I showed the paper to my dad, and I'll never forget what my dad told me. He said, no one has to lose for you to win. And that's what I want to kind of explain to you, all you guys. Like, listen, my friends. The truth is being, like, charismatic. Like, if someone someone were to be charismatic, and let's say you're not that charismatic, them being charismatic does not make you less charismatic. Someone being attractive does not make you ugly. And, you know, your friend having a girlfriend does not make you... A bad boyfriend. I mean, maybe it does. Maybe that's why you don't have a, a girlfriend. But I'm just going to assume the best. You know, I like to assume the best in everyone. So maybe it doesn't mean it automatically mean you're a bad boyfriend. But that is that is the point. The point is someone, you don't have to be better than someone to be better than yourself or to be a better person. Like trying to one-up everybody. Yeah, the truth is wanting up people and trying to always get ahead of everyone else, you might actually be neglecting the, the first responsibility, which is get ahead of yourself. You know, leveling up yourself, getting past yourself, losing yourself, and I'm not quoting him and them, I'm literally saying losing yourself in the service of others. You find yourself and you lose yourself. You know, that's what John Maxwell would say. You know, I, I think, and this is the main point, you can be smart and someone else can be smart. You, know, you can be popular and so can someone else. You know, your friend can date Jan and so, well, freak, I don't think you date Jan, but you could date Sally. And, and that's basically the, and that's basically the same thing. See, even, even in that situation, you are able to have a win-win. You know, there's, people think that life is like a zero-sum game where you have to get to the top and to get to the top, you got to cut others down, dude. It's only Top slow, only at the top. Ah. No, bro. It's like, it's like, if you can't, 
acknowledge like first off you you're going to chase your light, your tail endlessly if you're always trying to get ahead of people because there's always going to be someone ahead of you but the other thing is you know it's like if you're always trying to one up someone else you're not focusing on that personal development you're not focusing on actually betting yourself you're just focusing on beating that person and beating that person is not the goal of your life helping that person's goal of your life helping other people is the goal of your life having a service mentality so you know, I think that's one of the biggest things is people think someone else has to lose for you to win. My friends, no one has to lose for you to win. You know, like pers- success is in abundance. Success is in abundance. And I, the other thing I like to think, and I want you to consider this, in a world where there's a lot of suffering, there's a lot of unhappiness. I mean, you've got you've got millions of kids being sexually trafficked every year. You've got people in poverty, people that don't have clean water, people that don't have roof to sleep under. There's there's a lot of tough hardships out there for a lot of people. And I, the chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have food, you probably have clean water, you probably have a bed to sleep in. I think we need to like be happy when we see someone that is succeeding. Dude, success is in abundance. There is plenty of success to go around. When you see someone that's happy, successful, they're doing great for themselves, Dude, be freaking happy for them. Share that happiness. Are you kidding me? I mean, I think of you know trying to help teenagers elevate their lives. That's the reason I do this podcast. You know, I I don't I really don't do this for any other reason besides I I value people. I value you that are listening, and I want to see you win. It, when when someone does win, I and they tell me about it, and they tell me how it, like just growing themselves and serving others has made them so made them so much better as a person. It makes me so happy and. And that happiness, don't envy that. Don't don't try and be jealous over that. Don't don't compare. Just enjoy it and and use that happiness. I we don't use it. We just we waste it. And, and it's really a shame. The third and last point. Use their example. One of my great examples in my life, we've been talking kind of here about you know, personal development and being the greatest person you can be, you're only as good as people you're surrounded by. So whether you're physically surrounded by great people or you choose to listen to great people or you choose to read about great people, you want to be in an area where your thoughts are being challenged, your thoughts are, your mind is being expanded, you know, your soul's being fed and, you know, God can work wonders in your life and great leaders of our planet, both past and present, can work wonders in your life and mentor you. One of my greatest mentors is a man named John C. Maxwell. John C. Maxwell is the foremost authority on leadership in the entire world. So I've actually had the pleasure of meeting him. He is an ex- he's just an extraordinary man. He's an extraordinary man. He's extremely kind. He's been a pastor for 50 years. He's <laughs> he's so, so sweet and charismatic, and he's just he's the essence of what it means to be a leader. I read a lot of his books, and you know, like I look at John Maxwell and I can, and here's the, here's the deal, guys. If you take one thing out of this episode, I want you to understand there are two people in this world. There's people that look at John Maxwell, and I, I can, obviously I can empathize with this because I think we all can. There's people that would look at someone like John C. Maxwell, super successful, obviously very wealthy, has a ton of influence. He's just, he's personally developed himself to be an amazing person, and he's just, he's dedicated his life to service. And he has a purpose and he's just all these great things. You can look at John Maxwell and you can be like, dude, I want that. I don't have that. 
And then you either turn to John Maxwell sucks or you turn to I suck. And the truth is none of those work and none of those will actually bring you anywhere. That's one of the people. The other person that looks at this says, if John Maxwell can make something of his life and he can do great things and he can he can do God's will, he can do he can help our planet, he can help people be a leader, then I can be a leader and I can do that. You know, people you can use people's success as an excuse or an example. So John can either be an example of how you become an amazing person or he can be an excuse. John's so great, I'll never become successful. And this is this is kind of like how I get this right here. Where I wrote okay, I wrote down this this phrase. Okay. Let's find out. Okay, this I worked on this for I'm sorry guys, I worked on this for like an hour. I was trying to bottle down the essence of what I'm trying to say here. And this this is like this is this is like the essence of it. So when you compare, you ask, how are they better than me? So when you compare yourself to others, you ask, or I guess you could do, you know, how am I better than them? But when usually when you compare, you say, how are they better than me? Are they more attractive than me? Are they more popular than me? When you are someone that grows, someone that intentionally lives their life, and someone that's that's kind of taking their life to new heights, instead of asking, how are they better than me? You ask, how can they make me better? And that's not an entitlement of they owe me something. It's more of, listen, everyone, I'd say everyone, even like chumps could teach you something. Everyone's either a warning or an example. It's like your life can be a warning or that can be an example of what you should do. And I like it. Like I just said in that quote, that is my quote, by the way. I freaking made that. I'm sorry. I just have to, like, I was working so hard on that one. I just, I love how simple it is. Like, if you compare, you're asking, how are they better than me? When you are trying to improve, how can I be better from them? I think that's the mindset that, especially me, but I think we all need to take on is, you know, how can, how can I learn? How can I grow? Instead of just, how can I just teach everyone or, how can I be better than everyone? Or how is everyone better than me? No, it's all about learning. It's all about having a growth, a growth mindset, an eager soul set, and a loving heart set. It's it's like I actually got that from Robin Sharma. He he's he kind of introduces that. But anyways, there's a quote by John Wooden that says, "Oh, oh yeah." Anyway, so John Wooden is one of the greatest coaches of all time. Actually, I'd say he probably is. By far the best basketball coach, but you could even argue he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. John Wooden is extremely successful, and he has this quote, and it says, "Everything you knew was at some." And I'm kind of butchering it. Everything you knew was at some point or another taught to you by someone else. The point of that is, you know, you're, you're even though I just claimed innovation to that quote, really that quote is a is a combination of me reading books, me listening to great leaders, me being mentored by amazing people. So truthfully, nothing I know is not is from me. It's actually from either being directly taught or influenced. It all it all has come from someone else. So nothing you know wasn't at some point taught to you by someone else. So going along with that logic, it's like if everything you know was at was at some point taught to you by someone else, it's like how do you expect to improve without 
like listening to other people without having a mentor. And if you're just constantly comparing yourself, like I'll never be as good as John Maxwell. I like I just can't be that successful. He just he was a born leader. John Maxwell says this. He says, people ask him, they'll be like, John, are leaders born? <laughs> and John responds, uh yeah. Yeah, leaders are born. And then John goes to say, I think what they're trying to say are, are you born with leadership traits? Because of course leaders are born. What do you think? They just fall out of the sky. But you know, that's that's just one of the <laughs> one of the things he likes to say. But the point is, like, you're never going to get anywhere by just cutting yourself off and and comparing yourself. Like, comparing is literally cutting yourself off. It's like a quarterback looking at a lineman and be like, I just suck as a lineman. And listen, he might suck as a lineman. But guess what? A lineman would suck as a quarterback. And the quarterback shouldn't compare himself to a lineman because he's never going to be the best lineman. But he's probably going to be the best quarterback he can be versus being, a, like, he's going to add a lot more value as a quarterback than he is going to be as a lineman. Anyways, I I want to conclude this podcast. Uh, I hope, I sincerely hope this added value. I really worked hard on this episode, and I'll continue to be getting better and hopefully making it more clear, intentional, and focused for some of the teen problems that we go through every day. But I kind of want to just go by repeating uh, just some of the, the three points and then the main idea behind this episode. The main idea is that comparisons kill comparisons kill your potential comparisons kill your confidence comparisons kill do not compare and if you compare do the kind of comparing where it's like dude if john maxwell can do it i can do it you know if if this guy can do it i can do it use that as an example use it as a reason to do it not an excuse so as we kind of wrap up here let's go through the three points that we learned today so the first point is don't judge a piece to see the whole puzzle don't think, don't, don't try and kind of fantasize about what you want someone to be versus what they actually are. The truth is people are not one piece of the puzzle. People are a puzzle. People are multiple things. They are good. They are bad. They are like a zebra. They have good and bad of them. So don't, don't try and just take someone out of just a couple things you see. People have good and bad in them. Don't judge a piece to see the whole puzzle. Number two, three in a row, not tic-tac-toe. Listen, a success is in abundance. You know, someone doesn't need to lose for you to win. The, the game of life is not a game of tic-tac-toe. It is a game of three in a row. It is seeing how you can win and you how you can help others win. It is not a zero-sum game. Success is in abundance. Number three, use their example. So don't criticize them. Don't compare yourself to them, but use it as a warning or example, but use it. Everyone is either a warning or example, and you will largely benefit. You will largely add value to your life if you can look at great leaders and be constantly surrounded by them, and you can choose that. You listen to this podcast right now. You can go choose to listen to another podcast or an audiobook or um, YouTube and intentionally add value to your life every single day. You make that choice to use your time wisely. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I worked... I, I really tried to work hard on this so I could add value. Listen, if you guys have any uh, advice on what you want me to talk about or you have any, uh, just any anything at all on how I can improve, please let me know. This podcast is solely for you. I love you guys so much. Hope you guys have an amazing day. Go out and kill it. Remember, comparisons kill.